All right, we have been talking about getting started in the food service industry. This comes up very, very frequently. So far, I've talked about getting started with a little bit of money and what type of vending you're going to do. And then I also talked about the licenses and permits and the menu and the numbers. So today we're going to go over partners and services and then where are you going to park? Welcome to the 10 Minute Food Truck Training Podcast. My name is Bill Moore. I am a food truck business coach, author of five food truck vending books, including Food Truck 101 and Food Truck 201. This podcast is all about helping you start and grow your food truck business. Mom deserves the best, and there's no better place to shop for Mother's Day than Whole Foods Market. They're your destination for unbeatable savings. From premium gifts to show-stopping flowers and irresistible desserts, start by saving 33% with Prime on all body care and candles. Then get a 15-stem bunch of tulips for just $9.99 each with Prime. Round out Mom's menu with festive rosé, irresistible berry chantilly cake, and more special treats. Come celebrate Mother's Day at Whole Foods Market. When it comes to partners and services, what you got to think of in your business life is a partner is someone that helps support your business. It's not necessarily someone that has donated money to your business or has given you money to start the business. And it's certainly not someone that has any kind of authority in your business. It's just somebody that helps support the business with some type of service or product. So you're going to need, obviously, food. You may need multiple vendors to provide that food that you're going to turn into your delicious menu. So you're going to have somebody to buy your food from. Can't forget your paper products. You got to have someone that's going to provide your paper products. You got cleaning supplies. You got office supplies. Now, if you're sitting there going, Bill, I don't need office supplies. I don't use paper and pen and all that kind of stuff. Definitely don't have paper clips. Well, you probably most likely have thermal paper. Thermal paper would be an office supply. Cleaning supplies. You, know, you got soap. You got sanitizer. You got degreasers. You might have an all-purpose cleaner. You may have dish soap. You got towels. You got paper towels. You may have a broom and dustpan. You may have a mop bucket and a mop. All those things are cleaning supplies. You can have some place to get them. And then there's a whole bunch of services that we need as a food truck. Not the least of which is a commissary. And if you don't need a commissary, you still need some place that's legal for you to pick up fresh water and dump wastewater. So you gotta have some type of support system there. You may need an attorney. You may need an accountant. You may need just a generic bookkeeper. You may need someone to do your payroll. You're definitely going to need insurance. I'd much rather you guys have an insurance agent that you talk to rather than just trying to buy off the shelf. Your health department, that's a resource. That's a service, technically. They are helping you to get better at what you do. You're probably going to need some repair and maintenance people. You don't want to wait until you need their services to start looking through the phone book or looking on the internet going, okay, I need somebody to repair my refrigerator. Who do I call? You need to have all that stuff figured out long before you need their services because when you do it as an emergency, the price goes up and it goes way up. But if you already have an established relationship with these repairmen, they'll come in and maybe not charge you that travel fee or maybe not charge you the overtime fee because they're working past five o'clock. Having relationships save you money. So build those relationships before you need them. I can promise you, you're going to go out to your truck or your trailer one morning and it's going to have a flat tire. And if you don't have the equipment to change that, who are you going to call? You need to know that before you're desperate. You don't want to be out on the interstate somewhere with a flat tire trying to figure out who you're going to call. Because chances are you're not going to get a very good deal. 
Now, when we're talking about insurance, and you heard me say, I don't want to see you guys buying off the shelf when you do your insurance, there's way more insurance available to you than just the basics. And the basics would be commercial auto, commercial property, and liability. Those are the three minimum insurance requirements you need to meet. But there's others that will help you with your business. And the best way to find out about those is to talk to an agent. Talk to an agent about the insurance that covers when your cooler goes down and now you have to throw away all that food. But it's not just covering that loss of food, it's also covering the loss of business. So the commercial property might cover the loss of the food, but it won't cover the loss of the business. You need a different kind of insurance for that. There's also an insurance that would cover you if you were to go spend a big bunch of money to go to an outdoor event and then the weather effectively closes that outdoor event. So you want to know what those insurances are. You got to talk to an agent. And of course, you're going to need to staff at some point. Most likely not going to be somebody that you're related to. So you want to have a networking ability already set up so you can find those good employees. You want to talk to hospitality programs high school work programs. Homeschool is a great source to get really good employees because most parents that are willing to homeschool, they're teaching their kids right. Their kids most likely are not going to be the average kid who has their nose stuck in a cell phone. Homeschool kids probably already have built-in manners, probably already have a work ethic, and that puts them miles ahead of anybody else in the same age. So don't be afraid to hire teenagers. Now, the next big question, and this is one that I hear all the time, even not from beginners, is where do I park? How do I find a good location? Well, there's several different ways that you can set up and make money. So let's talk about them. You can set up daily, and you're going to go to high traffic areas, so in front of a hardware store or in a shopping center that's really busy, in front of a grocery store, someplace that already is attracting people to it. But you got to remember, you're responsible for bringing in your own clientele no matter where you go. If you are a leech and expect the other business to support you, you're going to be very disappointed. Marketing is what brings people to you no matter where you park. And we'll talk about that in another episode, but you got to understand, if you're going to set up daily, it's got to be a high traffic area, but you're responsible to get people to come to you no matter where you're at. You could opt to do only big events. And a big event, or an event in general, is something that is attendable by the public, and the public is going there to do something that's not dealing with a food truck. Food truck is there to provide food for people so they don't have to leave the event. So it could be a concert, it could be a fair where there's carnival rides and pets to pet, and games to play, and all those kind of things. But that's what an event is, a publicly attended outing that's sponsored by either a single business or a bunch of businesses or the local civic government. You can make a whole bunch of money in a real short amount of time doing events, but you can't get really good at doing events unless you have some daily setups and are busy at those daily setups. So understand the practice comes from daily locations, and that way you can handle the big events and make the big money. Now, there's a couple of other opportunities for you to make money. One would be driving a route. And what I mean by driving a route is on Monday you're at Ace Hardware on Tuesday, you're at Lowe's. Wednesday, you're in front of Walmart. Thursday, you're at the park. Friday, you're down at the beach. Saturday, you're downtown. That's driving a route. So you're at the same business on the same day of the week. So Monday, you're at Ace Hardware. So every Monday, people that go to Ace Hardware know you're going to be there. On Tuesday, you're going to go to Lowe's. So people that go to Lowe's on Tuesdays know every Tuesday, you're going to be there. That's driving a route or moving daily. And you could literally drive a route too. Not a lot of fun, but there are certain certain types of businesses that lends itself well to. Certainly a prepackaged ice cream truck is going to make more money if they drive around. 
You can also do catering and private gigs. A private gig is similar to an event, but it's private. So it could be a friends and family event. It could be a customer appreciation. It could be an employee appreciation. Or there could be several hundred people there to do things, but they are private. There's not the random public people attending as well. Typically, those have a single payer. The business will tell you, okay, we're going to pay you $3,000 for you to serve, you know, 100 people or 150 people or 200 people, whatever it is, and they pay you in that manner. So you're not collecting individual money from individual people. You're being paid by a single person. And then you have a catering. So a catering is going to be either very, very profitable or very, very tedious, depending upon what the client wants you to do for them. If they just want you to pull your food truck up to a wedding and serve 100 people, that's fairly easy. But if they want you to go ahead and rent tables and tablecloths and have table service out of your food truck, now it gets a little bit more complicated. But of course, you're going to be charging the guest for all of those features anyway. So caterings, private gigs, make a lot of money in a little bit of time. And a lot of people just concentrate on those. I know some food truck owners, that's all they do is caterings. They don't go out daily. They don't do big events. But they'll have multiple caterings in the same day. They may have four or five. One individual had nine over a weekend. Friday, Saturday, and Sunday. So he had three a day. They were all pretty sizable. And once he got them done, he was done for the day. Because basically it was him taking his food where it needed to go, setting it up, and saying, here you go, have a nice day. He made several thousand dollars that weekend. And of course you can do a combination of some or all of those different ways to make money. But the most important one is that you figure out what's going to work best for your city and then work it and work it hard. Thank you so much for listening to the 10-Minute Food Truck Training Podcast. If you're finding all the information helpful to your food truck business, please become a monthly supporter of the podcast. Just hit the support button or follow the link in the description. Every little bit does help keep us going. Join our Facebook group. It's called Food Truck Training. We have a whole bunch of awesome members at all different levels, from brand new beginners to decades-old veterans. They've all got your back when it comes to helping you with your food truck. And again, thank you for listening. Come back tomorrow because you know i got plenty more to say when it comes to helping you and your food truck business grow.